Today's episode is coming straight from the last episode where we talked about loving our bodies and overcoming the body shamers. In that episode, I mentioned something about toxic friendships, toxic relationships, toxic people in our lives. Sometimes we just don't realize that that person that we care about, that we love, is actually kind of toxic for us. And I'm actually going to be taking down one of my walls and being brutally honest with you guys about how I have actually been a toxic friend myself. So, without any further ado, cue that intro! Hello and welcome to the It's Pretty Random podcast. I'm your host, Emily Burton, a growing YouTuber, blogger, and now podcaster. Here on the podcast, we're going to be having so many great conversations all about life's greatest hits from self-care and self-love to advice on growing your social media presence, and what could this podcast be without some random episodes thrown in? Please be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast, and if you don't mind, leave me a rate and review. Okay, grab a hot beverage and let's get random, y'all. Fifth episode, whoop, Let's just be completely honest, I totally missed an upload, maybe even two because I'm actually recording this on Wednesday and the podcast is supposed to go up on a Wednesday. It's currently like 7.30 at night on a Wednesday night and it was totally supposed to be up at 7 o'clock this morning, but here we are, we're doing this, life got in the way. I'll be honest with you, I've been in a creative rut for the past couple of weeks. I actually haven't posted to my YouTube channel And I've been very slack on both of my Instagrams, which is not very good for growth, but I needed a break, you know? I just had just a creative rut, and I feel like this is another episode in itself, like what to do when you get yourself in a rut. But basically, (laughs) the main main advice that I could give you if you're a creator or you have something you're really passionate about and you just get stuck in like this uninspired mode, you, you just got to do it. You just got to throw paint on the wall and just start using the roller and just finish painting the wall. You know what I mean? You've just got to do it. And that's what we're doing today. That's why we're recording after I done worked an eight hour shift today after I've had supper and everything like that. Chris is actually right in front of me. He's being super quiet for me. Thank you, Chris. I really appreciate you. But yeah, so I do apologize for missing an upload or maybe even two by the time this episode goes up, but I hope you will forgive me. Just know that this is my hobby. I would love to turn my content creation into my actual career, but as of now, it is a hobby and I do have a full-time job on the side and I have a full-time family life and balancing everything. Sometimes I know we've talked about that on this podcast, but sometimes balancing it, it just gets out of balance and you've got to find your way to balance it all back out. I could say balance one more time. Anyways, let's jump into today's episode. But first, have you listened to the last episode? Because if you haven't, I highly encourage you to. I'm going to be talking today about some of the things that I mentioned in that episode. So be sure to listen to that one first and then be sure to come back to this one because you don't want to miss what I got to say. What we going to talk about today, okay? Okay. So have you ever experienced a toxic friend? 
someone who is constantly or even occasionally, yet very often, tearing you down, calling you out for your insecurities, whether you're alone or you're with a group of people. Maybe, maybe just maybe, it's not even a friend. Maybe it's a coworker or a boss or even a family member. Those are the worst because at least with friendships, you can choose to walk away. But let me tell you that it is just as easy to ignore those other toxic relationships that are in your life as well, even if you can't or don't want to get away from them. I say don't want to get away from them, referring to the family members that are toxic. I'm huge, H-U-G-E, huge on family. But I'll be honest, I have some members of my family that I have personally removed myself from just due to the drama and the toxicity of that relationship, honestly. Like, I did not need it in my life. I didn't want to do that, but I felt it necessary for the love that I have for these people. I felt like I needed to take a step back before we lost the love, you know? Okay, so if you answered yes to any of those questions, let me ask you this. Have you ever been a toxic friend, family member, or coworker? What about a toxic boyfriend or girlfriend? Really, really think about that. If you don't have to think too hard and you answer yes, then we're in the same boat. I'm going to be so, so honest with you all today. I have been a toxic friend before. I can remember the exact year that I really realized I was being that way and that this was the reason I was losing friends. To be honest, I don't have that many friends outside of mine and Chris's friendships and I don't hang out with anyone or really even talk to anyone. It's lonely, but I've done this to myself. I'm trying to branch out and reach out to people that I truly care about and have more conversations and maybe even eventually a girls' night because <laughs> I need one, okay? I, I need a girls' night. Hello, friends that are listening. I need a girls' night. I, I don't have any brothers or sisters. I'm an only child, so I'm used to that solitude. I'm used to being alone all the time. So friendships have always been a really difficult task for me, I guess. So, 2011 was the year that I realized I had been a terrible friend over the years. I talked about this a little in a video on my channel where I gave my testimony, which I planned to do an episode all about that because I cut a lot of it out. It was uncomfortable for me to talk about on camera, so I planned to try it on the podcast anyway. I had this friend named Brittany. She was this beautiful, spunky, funny, never met a stranger type of person. Just a ray of sunshine on a cloudy day. She was the last person I would have thought that would ever take her own life. But when she did, it affected me so much. I pray still since 2011 that my words and my actions towards B never had anything to do with why she did what she did. But I still wonder if I wasn't a good enough friend to her which I know for a fact that I wasn't. Towards the end of high school, we drifted apart and I honestly hadn't hung out with her for so long. And trust me, I wish I would have. God, I could talk about Bernene all day. Anyway, I started to think about how we all used to treat each other. Granted, me and Brittany became friends in the third grade and rekindled our friendship in eighth grade when I moved back to my hometown. B introduced me to what I like to call my forever best friend, Chelsea, and us three were inseparable. But still, we were in eighth grade, you know, that terrible grade of I'm not a girl, not yet a woman phase. Ugh, we were so mean. 
Chelsea, if you're listening to this, which I think you might be because you are so supportive, listen, I know that I was horrible to you, especially, and I am so grateful that you would always call me out for it, and I hope that you have forgiven me. I believe you have, but I hope that deep, 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 deep down inside of you, you have forgiven me for all that I was in 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, 12th grade, even past that, please. (laughs) Anyway, B, she wouldn't say anything. She would just take it. Chelsea was so outspoken and she would really just like be like, yo, you are being such a butthead right now. You've got to stop. And when I was mean to Brittany, she would just take it. Like I can still picture her face when I would say something rude or like you shouldn't wear your hair that way it doesn't flatter you or something like that like I could I can still see her face and how it hurt her I think that the main reasons why I was so horrible to my two best friends was because like I said in last week's episode I was so insecure in my own skin Brittany was such a fun person so happy and loving and would give you her last anything if you needed it And Chelsea is this stunning woman, and back then, a stunning girl. She was the friend all the guys would look at. She was just so cool. She was one of the cool girls, in my opinion. That's how I saw her, and I just thought she was just, woo, she was so cool. But I was so, so jealous of these two. I didn't know where I fit into this picture, so I think I just decided to take the Regina George position in our trio. Trust me, karma got me back because after we all got into high school and made other friends, I ended up with some bad ones. There were a lot of people that really walked all over me, called me names, made fun of me, la-di-da-di-da, and for the most part, I let them. Now, let's go back to 2011. I told you the before, here's the after. 2011 was when I decided I was done being mean for no reason. I was done playing pointless games with other people just to win the crowd or whatever. I was just over the whole idea that you had to tear someone down just to feel like you had a place in their life. I felt worse than terrible thinking that if the way I had treated B and Chelts back in the day had even a 1% chance of why B decided to do what she did, I, I couldn't bear it. I didn't want to live my life knowing that every single friend I had that I had to tear them down to lift myself back up. So I changed. I went on a journey of self-discovery with Jesus, and I learned how to treat others better. Now that I've had a change of heart and am trying to live my life as encouraging and as helpful as I possibly can, I'm noticing that there are so, so many toxic people in this world. Like I said in the last episode, the best thing that you can do is to remove yourself from that friendship, from that relationship, whatever it may be. Just take yourself out of that situation, call them out on it, and walk away. Listen, I had this one friend in high school that was seriously so mean. She was beautiful, but she would just tear everyone around her down just to put herself on top. And we were only friends because we all had this little group and we were both a part of it, you know, that kind of friendship. So she wasn't necessarily, I didn't necessarily tell her like all my secrets and we didn't like braid each other's hair and stuff like that. No, but, but we were friends because we were in the same little group. One day I had had quite enough. I think it was three years of being her friend 
and being in this little friend group, and I had just had it. I had became captain of the color guard for marching band with Chelsea. She, we were both like captains together. I don't think either of us was like captain and then co-captain. I think we both did it together, which was great. That's what we wanted. But this girl did nothing but talk behind my back, saying that I didn't deserve it because she didn't think I was good enough. I obviously deserved it because I tried out and got the position, but this girl wouldn't listen to my instruction because she didn't believe in me. I knew that my senior season of marching band was going to absolutely ruin my first semester if I stayed. We were in the middle of band camp practice and I went up to the director and was crying because I loved marching band. Let me tell you, I still miss it. I wish that I could get a flag out and twirl it around while a band is playing in the background. Like, I still miss it. It's almost been 10 years. Actually, yeah. Yeah, we would have been in our senior year 10 years ago starting, like, the football season 10 years ago. Wow. Oh, I feel old. Anyways, um, <laughs> I, I went up to the director. I was crying, and I just told him I couldn't do it. I was being undermined and picked on and that I didn't want to just give up my position as captain, but I wanted to quit. Like, I, I needed to just completely remove myself from that situation. But, you know, honestly, thinking back, I wish I had had the guts to just be like, shut up. You're being a butthead. And that I stayed because after I quit, I went down a really bad path. That's a completely different episode, too. I've got a lot of episodes in my belt, so just just be patient with me and we'll get to them. Anyways, she made me feel so little that I knew it was the best thing in the moment for me to remove myself from that situation, even remove myself from that friend group as soon as possible. Because if I didn't, I don't know. Maybe I'd be a worse person today for it. Who knows? Who knows, really? And that was, I think that was actually mine and Chelsea's first friendship breakup because she was part of that group and I don't really remember. No, we stayed friends. We stayed friends until I got bad and she was just like, yo, I got to remove myself from you. That was our first friendship breakup. It was all my fault because I was doing drugs and drinking and partying and stuff like that. And that just wasn't, that wasn't her life. She didn't want that. So yeah, okay, anyway, sorry, got off topic there for a second. But back back to that girl and people like her. I've had so many coworkers, even bosses, that made me feel less than and inadequate because they were doing the same thing as that girl. They were just tearing others down to make them higher. It's not a fun thing to experience this kind of relationship because there is a part of you that truly cares for this person or you wouldn't be there in the first place. But it hurts because you know that it's not what's best for you and you want to just shake them and say, stop. Please just realize that how you treat others is not okay. With these types of people though, like I was, it really does take a major shift for them to change. Now, I'm not saying that your life is going to be better without them in it. I'm not saying to totally abandon the friendship or the relationship unless they are abusing your mental or physical health, then by all means, get out. But what I'm saying is you need to have a conversation with them. 
give them an ultimatum. Say, hey, I really feel terrible when you say, say things like, well, if you just lose some weight or do your hair this way or learn to talk to boys, etc., it really makes me feel like you're just being toxic and you're kind of being a butthead. Just call them out on it. Heck, Chelsea used to call me out all the time. We never really had like a sit down conversation about it, but we're still friends to this day and can pick up right where we left off. So if that tells you anything about our friendship, I mean, she would literally call me out as soon as I said it. Like she wouldn't sit there and dwell on it and then have a conversation as like I would have done. I would have been like, yo, we need to talk, girl. You being mean, but Chelsea would call you out right away. I honestly say that to give you hope for that relationship if it's truly that important to you. You just need to talk to them. Sometimes the best way to fix an issue is to talk directly to the source of the issue and to sort it out together. And I'm not saying this is going to work because trust me, I've had friendships where I've called them out and they didn't work out in the end. But that's for the best, honestly. It takes a lot for us to sit down and evaluate a friendship that may or may not be toxic. But more than that, it takes a lot to sit down and see if you are the toxic friend. To sit down and evaluate how you've been treating your friend, the words you've been saying when they show you a new outfit or whoever they've been crushing on and you're just like, ah, I don't know if you're actually good for that person because you're kind of not in their league, like just mean stuff. You know, it takes a lot for a person to sit down and evaluate a, a friendship that may or may not be toxic or just evaluate how that relationship makes them feel. But it takes a lot more to sit down and evaluate ourselves and see if we're actually the toxic person in that relationship. So what I want you to do is Take a good five minutes and just think about all your friends. Think about the last conversations you had with them and try and imagine yourself sitting in their shoes. Like, is what you're saying, is it okay? Is it good and helpful advice? Is it uplifting and encouraging? Is it honest and and brutal to a point? Because it's fine to be those things. It's fine to have honest, brutal conversations with your friends. If you walk away from a friendship and you don't feel 100% comfortable in a relationship because of how you treat the person, if, if you're not walking away feeling happy, or if you can't think about that person and have just happy, wonderful thoughts, then why do you have that person in your life? Why do you feel like that toxic friend or the friend that you're being a toxic friend to, why do you feel like you need them in your life? Really evaluate that, sit down, mull it over, think of what you can do personally to change and what you can talk to them about to help them to realize that they're being that way. I want you to do that, just take five or 10 minutes, think about it, mull it over, and try to evaluate which relationships really do make you feel good. Because life is too short to have to put up with friends or boyfriends or girlfriends or even family members that make you feel like crap when you're away from them. Like when you leave that party or that hangout or that dinner, whatever, that phone call. If you just feel like, oh my god, you know, that kind of feeling, you, 
it doesn't have a name, but it's just like the, oh my God, really? That feeling? If, if you have a relationship like that, really sit down and evaluate, is that something that you want to keep in your life? I hope that helped because this was like a completely random thought. So <laughs> I hope it helped. I just want to remind you that you are incredible. I know I say this in almost every single podcast, but I got to remind you because you are incredible. You are such a strong and beautiful person and I am so thankful for you and I truly wish you the best. I know this episode may spark some questions and I may not have all the answers, but I'm here to talk if you need someone. I'm always available through my DM on Instagram, which both my personal Instagram and the It's Pretty Random Instagram are in the show notes. So be sure to come and hang out there. You can keep up with all the latest podcast episodes and everything like that as long as I can get back on on track. Um, And if, if you do just need somebody to talk to, I am seriously always here. I'm ready to chat with you comment back to you, whatever, whatever you need, I'm here for you. Just, just remember that if you're ever feeling low or ever feeling like super happy and just want to celebrate with somebody, I'm your girl. I am here to hype you up. Okay. Okay. Before I leave, let me send you on your way with a Bible verse to get you through the week. And it comes from Proverbs 19 and 21. Many are the plans in the mind of a man, But it is the purpose of the Lord that will stand. Just remember that the words of a man or a woman hold no measure to the word of God. No plans of a man or a woman hold any measure to the plan that God has for you. I'm not done with you yet. If you enjoyed today's episode, please be sure to stop, subscribe, rate, and review the podcast. If you wouldn't mind, please leave me a five-star review. Honestly, I just want you to be honest. If you could just review the podcast, that would be great. But if you want to help a girl out, leave me five stars and a good review. Say hey in the review and I'll shout back to you. What's up? But really, the rate and review kind of system helps this podcast to grow and helps us to be able to reach more people and me not to have to work as hard promoting my content because trust me, I feel like I get on your nerves when I'm promoting my content all over social media, but I've got to do it because I want people to listen. So anyways, give me a five-star review. Help me out here. Subscribe if you haven't already because new episodes every week and you don't want to miss a thing. Anyways, like I said before, please join me over on Instagram. It's pretty random P-O-D where you can keep up with all the latest episodes and get a little bit of daily encouragement. One more thing, if you want to check out my YouTube channel, please do. Just type in Emily Burton and I should pop right on up. Or you can check the show notes for a link. Okay, so that does it. Episode 5, Down in the Books. We got this. I hope you enjoyed and I hope you have a wonderful week. And remember to be kind to each other. Thanks for listening. Bye guys.